Hello, welcome back. You are listening to K Drama in Room 343. I am your host, C Choi, aka Christina. And today we are going to talk about episode 7 of Hwarang. Okay, so we are making progress slowly but surely. We are doing it. Let me, I watched this episode like last week and I took all the notes. Um, so I have to like refresh my mind. So I'm just gonna like read my notes and sort of like hopefully that will um, bring things up. We left off with Sam kissing Aro. Yeah, that was so weird. That was probably like so unexpected. I was very confused. Um, he kissed her and then he kind of like moved away. Um, and then he leaned back again to kiss her and this time she headbutts him. Um, they hide when they hear Sonu come in and um, he comes in but since there's no one, he turns away to leave. She runs out of the room and, um, but Sonu, okay, Sonu was actually just like hiding in the hallway, I guess. Um, as soon as he saw that she ran out, he goes into the room and he goes up to Sam and he kind of confronts him. Sonu punches Sam and warns him to stay away from Aro. And Sam is like, I can't because I think I really like her. Sonu leaves, he's like pretty mad, and he goes see Aro. Um, she had went to the um, infirmary, I guess, where she works, and she's like all nervous and she's all sweaty because she ran all the way there. Okay, like, how did he go back so quickly? Anyways, um, Sonu tells her to rest um, because she was like, I don't feel too good today. Um, I don't think we can do the studying session today. Um, and then he confesses. I don't know what that was, but he's basically like, I don't know what it means to be a good brother. So I don't know what to do, but just wait and I'll be the best brother um, that you deserve or something like that. But it kind of sounded like a confession. Um, anyways, Daiso walks out of home because Sonu has like kind of forced him to. And then Daiso like questions Aro, um, saying that like, hey, are you sure that Sonu is your brother? Because um, if you remember in like the earlier episode, Sonu came to his shop and he told him that the necklace, the wooden necklace was actually his friend's. And he says that to Aro. And Aro's kind of like, huh? Um, so the next scene is Sonu. He's taking a walk like outside. I think he's still within the um, academy, but he's like, you know, out and about. And OF is actually like fishing at a pond. Um, and he's like trying to make small talk with Sonu. And OF kind of like disses him, saying that he has a bad temper and that he's a brat. Um, but then he's like, you know, I like people like you because it like, it, it's worth teaching a brat like you or something like that. Like, um, since you're a brat, like it makes me feel good to transform you into a better person, stuff like that. Um, and then apparently it's against the rules to leave, um, like the room, like their, you know, dormitory, um, in the middle of the night. 
and since Sonu violated that rule, the whole room, so all five of them, right, yeah, five of them, they have to receive a punishment. And the punishment is that the four, five of them, they have to carry OF on a carriage, and they're like carrying him. And um, all of the roommates are angry. Um, and while they were doing their laundry, Panyu dumps his load onto Sonu, and he's like, "You should be doing this because we were punished um, for for your wrongdoing." And he like storms away. Suho is also kind of angry. He's like, "Shouldn't you do my load too?" Um, and Suho is like, "What were you doing in the middle of the night?" Um, Sonu kind of looks at him. And then, like, he doesn't even answer his question because, I mean, like, obviously it's kind of embarrassing, I guess, that he's, like, receiving, you know, private tutoring session from his sister. But then he's, like, um, he asks Suho about his sister. He's, like, you have a sister too, right? So the next scene is Sam. Sam goes to see Adol at the infirmary, I'm assuming. I don't remember. Um, and sh they basically talk about their kiss. She's like, you need to apologize, and we're just gonna pretend it never happened. But then he kind of like advances towards her and says that like, I don't want to do that. And she she tells him, she kind of like warns him. Um, she's like, hey, stop coming near me, or I'm gonna poke you in a nerve um, where you'll be like paralyzed. And she had like um, acupuncture needles, so she's kind of like threatening him. But then he like continues to like come at her and so she pins him um and like he can't move he's like frozen in that spot and um she's like i told you i told you um she's like you probably won't be able to move for a while so yeah and she walks away she then goes to her friend um suho's sister and tells her about um about like her brother and like her feelings for him, I guess. Um, in the meantime, Suho is tutoring Sonu on how to bully sisters, like like roughhousing um, siblings. Um, Suho's like, you need to put her in a headlock and order her around on errands and um, because all of this is to train her and because like the world is a harsh place like I'm, I'm looking out for my little sister you know you need to show her that the world is a harsh place by like uh, bullying her <laughs> uh, and then so <laughs> Sonu he like gets up he goes up to Aro he sees her and then like he does what Suho tells him to do but it's so awkward like he sees her and he does kind of like a semi headlock but then like he pats her head it was so awkward like she didn't know what was happening she's like what the heck um and then he just like left after that she's like what what did he just do did he just massage me um uh, it was so awkward to watch okay so the queen queen is thinking and um she asks for anjigong um, she has like a huge flower thing on her head. It was like a, it wasn't like a crown because it was partly like made out of her hair. And then, but then there was like this huge flower. Um, anyways, and, um, 
oh right so when she enters the room where Anjigong was waiting she kind of like faints in his arms um he is about to treat her like he feels her pulse um and he has like a needle ready the acupuncture needle um ready but he wants to put it in a death spot like a nerve that can like put her in shock and then like kill her and then like he does a flashback to when she came to him uh but he had already been married and um it was when she wanted to run away like elope with him because apparently the reason was she didn't want to marry some 60-year-old uncle to be the queen. Um, so she was a princess, and in order to be the queen, she had to marry like a 60-year-old man. They were arguing, like Anjigong and the queen, they were arguing, and apparently like she had thrown him away first. Um, but then like the queen is like, you only married that girl because like to get revenge at me. So why does it even matter? But Anjigong is like, no, like I have a wife. I have two children. Like, no, she's like, you're, if you let go of my hand, you will regret it. And I will make you regret it. And that's like the end of the flashback. Um, she kind of like stirs and then he like puts a needle on her hand instead of like the death spot was like near her um, jugular vein. So she's like kind of awake at this point. She asks him like, how do I know that this, you know, what you put on my hand won't kill me? And then like he leans in very close to her face and then like he like strokes her. What? And then they like talk about Aro and she's all like, oh, she looks so much like her mom. And Anjigong is all like scared. She's like, hey, don't talk about my daughter. And then the queen is like, wow, like now I see your frightened face. I don't, I don't know what was going on in this scene. I think it was both like, the queen was kind of like threatening him, but Anjigong also is kind of like, um, hey, what does it feel like to have everything I have in your hands? And the queen is like, do I have everything? Then like Anjigong, he's about to like walk out, but he thinks to himself like, I'm gonna think of ways to take everything away from you. Like he's like, I'm gonna get my revenge. And then he like leaves. But I, okay, I don't understand their relationship. So is it like, does she still love him and want him back? Is that what it is? I think that is what it is. But I think Anjigong is like totally over her. Um, he wants revenge from her because he's the one who like basically ruined his life. Um, yeah, I think that's what it is, but I don't know. Their interaction is very weird. Like why he's stroking her face? Like I'm confused. Um, anyways, Sonu is studying in his room and Yor comes to kind of taunt him. And Sonu's like, Gojo, which means get lost. Uh, Suho throws a question regarding like their lesson. Like how does water and King relate? And what does that have to do with King Jin Hung, who is, you know, Sam, Sam Mekjong, we call him the Sam. Um, and what do you think um, he's like, like the king? Because no one knows, no one has ever seen the king before. So he's like, what do you think he's like? Sam, like, hears this question and he's kind of like tense. Um, Panyu is like, a king without a face is not a king. Then Sonu has a flashback to when Kwang Su said he saw the king. Um, so I think like he kind of, um, 
wants his revenge. So he's, it's kind of like rem- reminding us that he doesn't like the king. There are so many flashbacks, like so many. So the day of the exam, some people are like getting ready to cheat. Like they hide cheat notes here and there. Um, I think it was Suho. He like glued like sticky notes on someone's back. And then V also glued sticky notes on the back of somebody. I think it was Suho. OF starts the exam and um, basically like reminds them the prompt like you have to discuss how water relates to king based on Chinese textbook of principles and of course like you know people are doing the less or doing the assessment and cheaters are cheating Aro like outside she like kind of makes a peephole to see but then she gets caught by the teacher so she like runs away um OF is Okay, so the exam is over, and OF is like reading and grading it on the spot, and so many of them failed, and he like disses them, saying that like, your minds are empty, and Sam like turned in his paper completely blank, um, and same with Sonu. Actually, Sonu had written a few characters, I think like four, and OF is like, are you guys like rebelling? Like, what is this? And basically, Sam and Sonu, they wanted to say it orally. Sam talks first, and he actually uses the Chinese textbook of principles. And he talks about... Okay, I didn't really catch uh, word for word what he said, but basically he was saying that um, water moves in a natural way, and it isn't hindered by outside forces. It goes its own way down, so... Um, a king must act accordingly or something along that line. Basically, like, a king moves in a way that's, like, just and natural and, like, um, so everything he does is for a reason. Stuff like that. Sonu basically, like, contradicts what um, Sam said. He's like, what he said is complete BS. Like, yeah, water moves naturally from a higher place to a lower place, but then he's like, what about movement that occurs in the low place, like the lower place? Where does the water flow next? It takes hard work to break the ground so that the water can come up. And he's like, if a king can't see the hardship of how making the water move um, and be available for use, then like he's a useless king. Um, he needs to acknowledge that it takes hard work. I don't know. Um, and then he's like, if it's law to turn away because the land is dry, um, and if that's the king's way, that king shouldn't be king. Honestly, I wasn't sure what they were talking about. It went by so fast, and they were using like hard language, and honestly, like, I wasn't gonna go back. <laughs> oh, sorry. It seemed like a lot of the Hwarangs were kind of resonating with what uh, Sonu said, and OF also kind of looked a bit startled. So basically, a lot of people failed. Um, Hansong failed too. Hansong is V. Uh, Babanyu passed, Sam passed, Suho fails, uh, Sonu also fails because OF was saying that his answer was good, but it wasn't based on the Chinese principles textbook thing. And he's like, that was the basic point of this assignment to use that. 
Um, so then he dismisses the class and then at the end kind of talks to Sonu because he was like um, still in the classroom when everyone had left. Uh, he tells him, I told you things are going to be hard for you to stay here and you only have two chances left. So Sam comes to confront OF. Um, oh, okay, so OF's name I think is Chu. I don't know if that's like his title or if, or if he has like a name. I'm not really sure. But I don't know. Should we call him Pumorju or OF? I feel like we've, it's episode seven and I've been calling him OF. So I'm gonna just keep calling him OF. OF, I think stood for old friend. <laughs> I didn't know his name at the time, but I'm not about to change it. So we'll just refer to him as OF. Okay. So OF talks about why he made this Hwarang and it was to protect the Shilla or the nation because the king isn't ready and he's not going to last um, in, you know, this nation full of like dogs. He's talking about the royal council leaders. Oh, right. And Daiso's name is Pijugyo, but I'm just going to call him Daiso. It's, it's episode seven. I'm sorry, guys, like, but I can't remember these names. Aro also comes when she learns that um, Sonhu had failed, even though Sam, like, he turned in a blank page and he passed. So she confronts OF. She's like, how could you show favoritism to your nephew? Because, like, OF said that GD, which is Sam, is was his, like, long-lost nephew, and, um... So she's like, he didn't even write a thing and he passed. Like, how can you do this? At this time, OF really had to pee. So he's like, can you move out of the way? Like, I really need to go. But she continues to like threaten him. She is like, you know, I'm going to reveal to the public of how you hired me to spy on the Hwarang, like on the Hwarang candidates. And she's like, that's an invasion of privacy. And if this rumor got out, the queen could be in trouble because, you know, like, um, I don't know, like, I guess privacy was a big thing back then, too. I, I don't know. Anyways, OF is like trying to leave um, because he really needs to pee. And then he like freaking pees himself. Like you see him like shudder and then like he, you know, that motion when when a, when like a baby pees. I don't know, like when a toddler pees, like he kind of like shakes who i don't know why that scene was necessary like he's a grown man he's a grown man he just peed himself and then he like all nonchalantly like says okay i'm fine now what do you want me to do and Otto is like hey don't do this again and then she walks away and he was on his way to the bathroom when um Otto like stopped him and he was like should i go but then he's like oh wait i don't need to go anymore so he turns around and go back to where he came from but like as he's walking back you see like he's taking wet steps like the ground is all wet and so what why why was this necessary is this supposed to be funny because it was not funny it was disgusting so Aro finally pays Sam back and she confronts him she's like because of you I couldn't concentrate on my brother and now he failed like, I was looking out for you, and I, like, didn't have time to focus on my brother. Sam is like, what do I have to do, like, to get your attention? And he basically, like, confesses that, like, that he likes her. He's like, when I look at you, I don't know who I am or what I'm doing. Like, all I can think about is you. Sam, you're a freaking king. Like, 
Why are you there? Are you there for Aro? Come on, man. What the? <sighs> Panyu's dad. Um, oh, Panyu's dads. Both of them. They're at the entrance of the academy waiting to see OF, but they're not invited in. Um, OF kind of like rejects them. Han Ji-gong is making some medication and Young Shil-gong, one of Ban Yu's dad, he's the adopted dad. He's the, also the royal council leader. Young Shil-gong comes to see him and he like talks about his son. He's getting examined by Han Ji-gong, but then he keeps talking about how like he's going to get revenge on the queen and he's kind of trying to recruit Anjigong onto his side. He's like, I think we're on the same page. Like, you want to get your revenge on the queen, and so do I. So I think we should work together. Aro and Sonu, they're talking, um, and she kind of comforts him, saying that, hey, it's OF, that's weird, and don't get too upset because, you know, a lot of people failed that exam. She then kind of tells him that it's their mother's memorial today and that um, she's like, hey, I know that you can't leave this place, so don't worry about it. Like, I'll take care of it. It's all right. Like, we can do the ceremony um, by ourselves. Okay, so it's nighttime and at the dormitory, they're kind of like discussing this or like Sonu kind of brings it up. He asks them like, hey, is, uh, is memorial, like, is that memorial ceremony because he didn't know what that meant i think or i don't know like he was asking suho like is that a serious thing that i should be worried about and suho's like oh my gosh i guess you have to leave you have to go to that thing it's, it's a special thing and yoor had already set up a plan so that can so that they can sneak out of the dorm um, he had given OF and the teacher some wine, which is super strong. It's called like the end wine. Um, and all four of them, they walk out to get out of the academy, except for Panyu. Panyu's like, hey, I'm going to stay. Like, I don't want to get in trouble. But then um, the reason why all four of them left, it was like, even if one person gets out and gets caught, the whole room is in trouble. So they were like, hey, why not just like go out together? But Panyu's like, hex no. So he like stays. So as they're like about to leave the academy, they see the bald guard walking around. And um, Suho's like, what? You didn't give him one? And Yo was like, I did. Like, I'm pretty sure I did. So they like look up to see him again. And he's drunk. The bald guard, man, he's drunk. He is walking around and beating up a post. He keeps like bumping into like this post. And um, yeah, they're able to sneak out of the academy. And Panyu also joins them too. Sam is like whistling and Powell like finds him. I don't know how he hears him. Like, is he just in the vicinity of the academy at all times? Like, does he not sleep? Like, how did he, how does he know that Sam was gonna come out? Like, what, how? And how can he hear like whistling like, is Sam's whistling really, like, unique or something? Like, what? I don't understand. But anyways, Powell finds him, and he's, like, really worried. He's like, hey, you shouldn't hang out with those punks. Like, they're a bad influence. And I, I need to go somewhere. Um, I'm gonna go home. And by home, he means um, the palace. Queen is getting ready for bed, and she, like, receives a flower that's apparently from outside of the palace. 
So she kind of knows that, oh no, he's here. Him as in like Sam. Sam is like sitting on the king's throne in like, I don't know, throne room, I guess. And the queen is like, what are you doing? Get out, basically. She also tells him to like leave the Huarangs, saying that he's not ready. And Sam's like, I know that I am weak, but I know that if I wait, you'll get stronger. He flashes back to what Sonu had said about the king and the water, and he tells the queen that I will become stronger by being in the Huarangs. I'm gonna grow. Um, he asks like, how will I walk the path to be king if I don't even try? So memorial service is going on at home. Um, Aro asks her dad, like, what happened to our brother when he first came? Like, he was all hurt. Like, what happened? And Anjigo is, like, kind of hesitant. Um, but then they see that Sonu came home to participate in the service. So he does the, I don't know what they, what the service is. Um, he, he was just, like, burning a piece of paper and just, like, letting it burn in the air. I was... Yeah, I'm not really familiar with what was going on, but he participated. So Panyu, he's like wandering around and he sees his dads um, enter like the prostitution house. Um, but he sees his biological dad being mistreated by the adopted Yongshilgong. Basically, Yongshilgong is ordering him around like a servant. Like he was trying to get off the course and the biological dad, the principal of Kirin High, um, he was like, hey, let me go call in a servant to help you down. And Yong Shigong is like, no need. And he tells the biological dad to like basically kneel or like to act as his stool. So like he uses his back to like step down. Suho and Yoor, they're also walking around. Um, they also went to like the Daiso place, I guess. Um, but then like Suho is kind of bored. Oh no, he they went to the prostitution house. But Suho is kind of bored because he's in love with the queen. Like he sees all these girls, but then um, he's like, they're not as pretty as the queen. And like, yeah. His sister sees him wandering the streets and she wants to get him back for like, you know, headlocking her. So she sneaks up on him. Um, he's like standing by the pond um, and she basically like pinches and grabs his butt and she's like ha 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 how do you like that sucker but then the guy turns around and it's not Suho it's Panyu she looks shocked he looks shocked she screams and she kind of like um she kind of covers her chest she was just freaked out and a lot of the people they gather around and they're like getting they got the wrong idea um people are like oh my gosh did Panyu just molest this lady oh my gosh and she kind of like acts as well um she acts all surprised and then she kind of like slaps him too she's like oh, how could you um she's like trying to cover up her mistakes and she kind of like signs to like ask him to like you know play along and kind of apologizes um she kind of like leans closer she's like i'm so sorry but then suho comes and suho is like what did you do to my sister he just like punches banyu and suho is like i'm gonna kill you and he um looks around and he grabs like a pole but then the sister she attacks suho like she smacks him with a stick and Suho like faints. Um, 
She then like turns to Panyu and she kind of like touches Panyu's cheek, like strokes it, um, where she had like slapped him. And um, she's like, I'm so sorry. She's like very concerned. And Panyu is kind of like, you can kind of see that he fell in love with her. Aro and Sonu is like walking and I think she's like walking him home or like to the academy. Aro tells him that it was actually their mom's birthday today. Um, since they don't know the exact date when she died, so they just celebrate her death, like her memorial on her birthday. And then I think she caught on that Sonu isn't her real brother because Sonu asks about, oh no, 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 okay. So I remember Aro was saying that like, uh, I remember when I was little, um, my mom would like do my hair um, at night and then like I could hear the the birds and the wind singing me a lullaby. And then Son was like, Did, was our mom not good at singing lullabies? Um, but then, so like Aro kind of freezes and Aro's like, our mom couldn't sing lullabies because she was mute. And that's how this episode ends. So I didn't really like this episode, to be quite frank. Like, it was just a lot of um, dialogue, I think. Um, and it was hard to keep up because, again, like the, the lingo that they used, it's not really like a modern Korean. Um, and... It's not like completely, it's not hard at all to understand if you are familiar with Korean. But for like me, who haven't really learned Korean, um, it was pretty hard to follow. Like even the, um, the, the, the subtitles, like they were so long that like I would have to pause in order to read them all. But I just didn't want to pause that frequently because I kind of like, wanted to like I wanted to watch the drama not like read the drama does that make sense um it's something to keep in mind if you're watching this drama it's a very hard hard one I feel like all these like traditional um, not traditional like um I guess like historical based Korean dramas are a little bit hard to follow um even for like a seasoned Korean drama watcher like me um, I don't know, maybe you guys are good at Korean, um, so it could come easy to you. But anyways, yeah, this episode was a hard one to follow. Um, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys about episode 8 next week. Um, don't forget to give this episode a 5-star rating on Apple's podcast. Don't forget to follow us um, on Instagram and on Twitter at KDrama in Room 343. And yeah, don't forget to subscribe to wherever you are listening to this podcast so that you do not miss another episode. All right, thank you so much for listening again, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye!